Welcome to What's Next, Cornet Global's podcast that puts members on the microphone with thought-provoking, profession-shaping conversations and commentary. Hi, everyone. This is Erin Sevitz with Eptura, and I am coming to you live from the podcast parlor at Cornet's uh, Global Summit 2023 in Denver, Colorado. We are on day two of the show. Um, it's been going really fantastically so far. A lot of great insights shared, and um, it's, it's been great to see everyone, even though we've had a bit of a snowy time um, coming into Denver. Um, so today I wanted to share with you a little bit about um, who Eptura is, if you're not familiar with us, and mainly what we'd like to cover is um, our workplace index and um, some of the findings that we have compiled from analyzing data across global organizations on how they are using their spaces today, um, as well as combining that with some qualitative insights um, from some global surveys as well. Um, so just briefly, an introduction on Eptura. We are a global work tech company serving 60 thousand customers globally um, and uh, around 16.3 million end users um, across all business verticals and we provide uh, work tech solutions addressing um, space planning workplace experience um, visitor management, as well as a full suite of asset management capabilities. So you may be familiar with some of our constituent technologies. Um, Eptura came together last year as the formation of a few different software technologies coming together. Um, so names like iOffice, Kendeco, CeraView, Archibus, and several others that you may be familiar with are now under the unified umbrella of Eptura. And so as we've brought our various technologies together, um, we've heard a lot from customers that what they really want in today's climate is insights into understanding how um, employees are using spaces, um, better understanding of occupancy so they can really make decisions around um, their portfolios um, amid the changing climate that we've seen today. And so we've analyzed across our various technologies uh, a mountain of data, um, including 2.7 million desks, 37,000 buildings, and 440,000 floors across more than 8,000 businesses. Um, so I'll just give you a quick overview of kind of um, what some of the report takeaways and findings are, um, and happy to share the, the full report with anyone who's interested. Um, so the Workplace Index report is really structured around uh, four central themes that we've heard from businesses around the world um, in terms of how they're looking at their workplaces and the various challenges that they're navigating um, as, as they're looking at their portfolios globally. So the first of those is um, the balance between flexibility and certainty. So um, amid the past three or so years, there's there's been a massive rise in the amount of flexibility that businesses are offering to employees in terms of where and how they work, which is really, really fantastic from the employee um, engagement perspective. However, what, what makes it really, really challenging is... Um, 
that can often lead to um, an inability to be able to plan in advance as a um, corporate real estate provider. Um, very, very difficult to kind of find the certainty that you need to make those long-range planning decisions about um, both your um, overall portfolio size and the allocation of spaces as well. So that balance between um, providing that flexibility but also having the certainty that you need for planning. A second major theme that we cover um, is the balance between freedom and connection. So again, with, with more freedom around um, the employee ability to um, select their schedules, select um, kind of how and when they, they collaborate with teams um, has, has been really, really positive from engagement um, and experience perspective. Um, but what can sometimes suffer um, in uh, remote working climates is um, that, that ability to connect. And we've got uh, quite a bit of data um, that I've already seen echoed here um, at the, the Cornet Global Summit about um, that need for connection, that need for socialization that employees crave and that really plays um, strongly into um, their overall feel of the workplace experience. So the balance um, that businesses are exploring between freedom and connection. Um, two more main areas that the report covers. So the first is um, value-add and cost center. So this is the balance between viewing the workplace um, as a value-add, so that real culture creator, um, that, that real um, way to attract and retain uh, the best talent globally versus purely... Um, viewing the, the workplace and the portfolio as a necessary cost center. Again, following um, people, uh, corporate real estate is, of, of course, the second largest cost in, in most businesses. And so um, balancing between purely focusing on uh, reducing costs versus that need to really, really enforce um, uh, uh, and uh, shape the culture within the business. And then um, the, the final area that the report covers is that balance between um, CO2 targets and costs as well. So as uh, many of us are looking at meeting um, sustainability targets, individual uh, organizational ESG goals, um, and uh, general compliance, um, those often provide a lot of efficiency, but as you're implementing many of those uh, methods, particularly if you are in older spaces that need to be uh, retrofitted uh, in order to accommodate some of those sustainability measures, um, that can entail some upfront costs. And so balancing kind of the, the long-term efficiency uh, between uh, that is gained from sustainability initiatives versus um, the upfront cost to implement. So um, to start diving into some of those trends, starting with flexibility and certainty, I'll just give a couple of highlights about um, what, what the data showed. So uh, one of the first metrics that we looked at was um, desk bookings. And, and taken on their own, um, desk bookings themselves are not um, a, a fantastic indicator of what's happening in the workplace climate, but we find that there's a lot of correlation between um, the, the trends that we see in desk bookings um, very strongly correlated um, with the trends that we see in um, desk check-ins, room bookings, room check-ins, so um, starting to take some of those metrics um, in combination, we see a strong correlation, so uh, we take desk bookings as kind of an indicative um, metric to examine. And when we looked at this uh, globally, 
we examined three key regions, the Americas, uh, EMEA, and APAC as well. Um, and we looked at um, particularly the period from um, Q2 of 2022 to Q2 of 2023. And during that time frame, um, the, the desk and room bookings increase um, was pretty consistent across all global regions. So um, for room bookings, for example, um, they were up in that year-over-year period, 48% in the Americas, um, up 57% in EMEA, and up 67% in um, APAC. So overall, we've seen a trend of a steady increase. Um, we also analyzed this on a per-industry basis. Um, in general, uh, tends to show an increase over that period as well. Um, the overall trend that we've seen, though, um, is that um, banking, accounting, and finance uh, tend to be in more traditional office spaces. Um, they may have more client-facing businesses and um, client-facing meetings that are occurring in their spaces. And so um, in looking at those uh, visits, we saw um, the highest count of in-office activity um, with room bookings, desk bookings, and check-ins combined um, in that accounting, banking, and finance space, while we also saw a really large year-over-year increase um, in media and entertainment groups that um, tend to focus more on collaboration activities. Um, we also looked at um, visitors um, per location by region and across the board, um, we analyzed from pre-pandemic um, to uh, Q2 of 2023, um, there was a significant drop off, of course, in visitor check-ins during um, the early days of the pandemic, but across Across all global regions, we've now exceeded pre-pandemic levels in terms of the number of check-ins that we're seeing from um, visitors in various locations, with APAC kind of leading the charge. Again, APAC tends to be a leading indicator when it comes to um, trends across the globe and um, certainly dropped off kind of early um, in the pandemic in that um, kind of Q1 time period of 2020, and now um, APAC as of um, July of 2023 uh, has now been the highest region of the three global regions in terms of those overall visitor check-ins. Um, in addition to some of our proprietary data from what's happening within our software platforms, we also um, did some exercises where we um, conducted global surveys of about um, 6,700 uh, employees from across um, the U.S., the U.K., um, France, Germany, and Australia, and we asked them, about their uh, key motivations to visit the workplace. And this tracks directly uh, with what I just saw at a fantastic session that was being presented here at the Cornet Summit. Um, the, the top motivators that were listed uh, for employees to visit the workplace were, um, number one, socializing with friends and colleagues, and then close second, um, collaborating with colleagues. So what was interesting to us about this was um, the fact that socialization ranked most highly. We all also broke this down um, at a generational level as well as at um, 
seniority level within the workplace, and even among uh, senior leaders, socialization um, contributed as one of the highest factors to overall motivations for uh, visiting the workplace. Um, some of the other uh, leading factors included uh, establishing a boundary between work and home, uh, having in-person contact with managers or uh, direct reports, and an overall um, better working environment and access to equipment. We also asked um, survey participants about what tech they expected uh, when going into the workplace. And uh, no surprise, the, the top ranking um, tech expected um, is uh, software to manage physical and virtual meetings. So um, that ongoing difficulty of uh, managing uh, hybrid calls, it's very difficult to create an equitable experience between virtual participants and in-person participants when conducting those hybrid meetings. So that was cited among survey participants as the key factor um, in expected workplace technology, followed um, directly by collaboration software. So this could be um, things like uh, virtual whiteboards um, or um, virtual meetings platforms. So collaboration technology um, as second, and then meeting room booking uh, software as third. And this made a lot of sense um, when it comes to uh, managing desk and um, meeting room bookings. 65% uh, of respondents want to be near their team and friends when they come into the office. So it's really important to be able um, to give them tech to leverage to help coordinate their schedules, plan team days, and reserve workplaces together. Um, so following on to uh, the second theme examined in the report, that um, balance between flexibility and certainty, we looked at um, globally across regions and across industries when people are tending to come into the office. And uh, should be no surprises here, uh, the most popular days for coming into the office globally and across industries are Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, what um, some of the industry have dubbed the midweek mountain. Um, so that was pretty consistent across um, the various industries that we analyzed and across regions. What was interesting, though, is when we looked at... Um, the increase over um, quarter over quarter in terms of um, days in the office. Um, all days of the week were increasing quarter over quarter in terms of how many people um, are coming in. So even on those Mondays and Fridays, um, we've seen an increase over time in the number of people um, coming into the office on those um, overall less popular um, Monday and Friday days. And then also um, another factor in kind of balancing that flexibility and that um, certainty for planning purposes uh, is the uh, ability to plan in advance by understanding what your occupancy rates are going to be. So um, we, we took a look at when people were booking either um, collaborative or um, focus spaces and um, in all global regions, about a third of employees are booking um, either the day of um, for reservations or um, within 24 hours. So when you have bookings occurring on that really, really um, short turnaround time frame, which accommodates the, the flexibility that we know employees are looking for, that makes it really, really difficult from a portfolio planning perspective to understand what your occupancy rates are really going to be. Um, 
and that's further compounded by the fact that um, you have a lot of recurring bookings taking place on the calendar. So that's by far um, the highest percentage is um, recurring bookings. But unfortunately, as, as we all know, um, sometimes there's a mentality where you set and forget bookings. So employees may um, have a reservation on the books, but um, they may not actually be um, y- utilizing that, that reservation. They may not check in. And that's where um, additional um, occupancy information can be uh, really really helpful in getting those those true insights so incorporating things like sensor technology to better understand um, how spaces are actually used um, looking at the the trend of kind of balancing the the value out in the cost center um, we we were curious to see the impact um, of kind of the asset and maintenance management side of things so um, over time we looked at um, the um, volume of monthly work orders taking place within um, workplaces this is a combination of both planned preventive maintenance activities as well as service tickets ticket requests that are coming in from employees. And what we saw was um, over time, uh, monthly work orders have increased. So from October of 2022 um, to June of 2023, these rose um, from 250,000 monthly work order completions to 290,000 work order completions. So We're we're starting to see a correlation um, with um, occupancy of increased uh, need for um, maintenance uh, responsiveness. And the same thing um, occurs when it comes to um, asset equipment inspections, seeing that increased uh, volume over time of monthly inspections, again, correlating with the higher occupancy trend. And then to to wrap up with our final um, area of um, examination in the workplace industry, so um, the balance between CO2 targets and costs. Um, so we looked at um, desk booking utilization by industries. So um, when when employees are booking, how, how often they are actually utilizing um, the spaces that they're booking. Um, and we found in almost all cases that um, people are... Um, not booking in advance, um, and particularly uh, when they are booking in advance, not fully utilizing um, the the spaces available, so not checking into those reservations when they're made on a recurring basis. Um, we also looked at the ratio of preventive to corrective maintenance um, to see if, if organizations are really more on the reactive front um, or um, if they're able to um, proactively schedule their preventive maintenance activities and um, you know an ideal state would be an organization um, that has a maintenance uh, ratio of four to one for preventive to corrective activities or about uh, an 80 20 ratio so m- doing more planned activities versus um, uh, reactive and uh, what we actually found is the ratio is reversed. So um, the, the data show that um, for every four planned maintenance activities that are occurring in organizations, um, they're responding to more than seven um, break, fix, ad hoc, or um, other reactive maintenance tickets. So there's a lot of um, room there to really optimize for um, sustainable 
um, operations of assets, and then also um, to really optimize occupancy. So again, that's just a snapshot of some of the findings from uh, Eptura's uh, quarterly workplace index. Uh, the next edition um, will come out on November 8th. Um, so if you're curious to, to download the, the full report for free, it's available on the website. That's EPTURA.com. And um, I've been Aaron Sevitz with Eptura. And thank you so much for joining me. This concludes this episode of What's Next. Want to record a podcast of your own? Have an idea or point of view you'd like to share? Visit cornetglobal.org to learn more.